Hey, what's up, guys? This is Alpha Brotherhood Podcast. What's up? My name is Abdul, and I'm here with Amir and Omar. We're going to be discussing how to quit, or was it how to make good habits happen? Alright, so when's the best time to quit? The best time to quit was a bad habit, I believe, will be as soon as possible. Do not make no excuses. Alright, so the book we're talking about is Atomic Habits by James Clear. So I wanted to ask you, uh, Amir. Okay, Amir, can you introduce yourself and then say what part of the book did you like the most or that appealed to you the most? Okay, uh, so my name's Amir. Uh, the the part I liked about the book the most was uh, for quitting the bad habits, uh, and uh, the 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 part was that I liked the most. <laughs> Just keep going. We can always edit okay. stuff, right? So it was uh, the the four rules for uh, quitting or making a habit. What were the four rules? The four rules were the first. The first rule is a cue. Second uh, rule is uh, the response. The third rule was reward. Shit, I forgot the cue. Cue. Uh, help you, because I read, actually uh, brushed up on the book last night too, guys. Yeah, Amir's right. Cue. One is craving, response, and reward. Yeah. So how did, how did this help you with your life? This helped me to uh, quit a really bad habit that I had, which was wasting a lot of time on Twitter. Oh, and uh, social media, basically. It could just be any type of form. Yeah, that's right. I guess social media was, uh, it could be for uh, to apply to anyone. Um, but for me, I would spend too much time on my phone, uh, going through Twitter, just uh, reading about finance and uh, real estate and all these other information that I was just doing research on and I would just waste a lot of time. So what I did, I made the queue as hard as possible, which would be, um, uh, for me, I signed out of Twitter and that made me having to sign back into my phone or uh, Twitter every time I wanted to use it. So that made the queue nearly impossible. Why was it impossible? Because I was too lazy to sign into my phone. Okay, and so uh, the lesson we can get here is like, if there's a bad habit, you want to make it as hard for you, yourself as possible to engage in it, right? That's right. And that's what the book uh, basically summarizes is, um, if you want to make a good habit, make it as easy as possible. And if you want to quit a bad habit, do the opposite and make it as difficult and uh, as uh, least rewarding or less satisfying as possible. Can you give an example of a good habit, like how you would make it more easy for yourself? Um, okay, so in the book, uh, one of the rules he mentions is a two-minute rule. And that's basically whenever you're trying to start a new habit, you want to just start it and do the habit for two minutes and then stop after that, even if you feel like uh, you can go further. Let's just say you want to start running, for example. Um, put on your shoes, go outside, and run for two minutes. Stop, go home. And then... Do that for a week or two, and eventually, once you're ready and you're uh, telling yourself that this is too easy, you can push yourself a little bit further. How about, how about you, Abdullah? Have you struggled with any habits or gotten any good ones going? I would say one of the bad habits that I used to struggle with in the past would be, uh, uh, it was one of my biggest addictions would be smoking cigarettes. I would say was it the way was it that I quit that? Was it find something to help me replace it? And was it to be away from people that will be that type of environment? So if I knew it was a certain group of my friends are going to go smoke cigarettes, I would do my best to avoid those people and it was to make smarter choices. Example, go go out for a walk and clear my mind instead of stress smoking, which is what the average person does. And was it for myself? I used to smoke two to three packs a day and it was not budget friendly and it was it really affected me. Was it personally, was it growing wise and emotionally? 
Um, one of the things you mentioned about uh, being surrounded by the wrong people, uh, the book also goes and talks on that. And uh, basically, whoever you surround yourself by, they sort of become your cue. So you see them, you see other people doing it, and then you want to do that. So every time you see someone smoking, you, uh, you want to go ahead and smoke for yourself. It's, it's a cue, and uh, you have to get rid of that. You have to get rid of the people that aren't having a positive influence or helping you create positive habits. So I have a question then. What if, what if you can't change the people around you and you're just stuck in a bad situation? Like your, your parents are bringing you down, your siblings are bringing you down, and you have to get the hell out of that situation. How do you do it? How do you extricate yourself from that? That's a hard question. Yeah, that's a tough question. Uh... You want to answer it or is that like, I'll give my opinion. Oh, right, go ahead. My opinion might come across as rude, but I believe... Was it if, was it like those people that are so close to you or was it always bringing you down and that type of thing? You had to realize and remember at the end of the day, was it like, you have to be selfish in this world. You have to do what's best for you. You cannot care what your friends think, what your family thinks. You have to do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, was it you do not want to be, was it hurting yourself in the long run? So you say you have to just go off and it's better to be alone knowing that you're doing the right thing instead of being was it surrounded by cowards and you're doing the wrong thing that will affect you more down the road. That's what I personally believe. That, yeah, that, that's that's about what the book says. Is uh, if you if you surround yourself with the right people, you'll get better habits. Or, I like that idea. You said that, yeah. that sometimes you just have to be a little bit selfish, right? Like, like if, if you if you yourself are weak, how are you going to look after others, right? You have to put yourself first if you're in a shit position, till you can get to the better place where then you can bring other people up with you, right? So yeah, I like that part about being selfish first. It's just not about being selfish. Because you got to realize it's not how many times do you fall down. You gotta, it's about how many times do you pick yourself back up. Was it like, if you keep on falling down, was it like, it happens to everyone. We will always fall down at the end of the day. But as long as we pick ourselves back up and we believe that we can do it, we had to reassure that positivity. And was it we have to know what we're striving for each and every day, then we can actually do it. Because nothing is impossible at the end of the day. That's what I strongly do believe was it myself. And I've seen it happen to myself, and I've seen it was happen to us and my fellow peers. So just moving on, like some other points from the book. One thing that really struck with me, just amazed me out of that book, was um, we take care of the things we take pride in. So in the book, James Clear gives an example of some guy who could not stop picking, uh, <laughs> chewing on his nails, right? So what he did was, well, he went to a what, what is it called when you get your nails done? Manicure. 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 Pedicure, and the guy yeah. said he had nice nails. And ever since then, he was like, holy shit, I take pride in my nails, and he just stopped chewing them, right? You, you, you take care of the things that you take pride in. So that made me realize, like, holy shit, what do I take pride in? Do I like the way I look, maybe? So am I going to groom more? Am I going to take care of myself, like little hygiene habits? Uh, another thing I like is um, I take pride in my ability to learn. So I started eating good food to support my learning. Because when I eat some crap carbs, I'm in no mood or no situation to, like, get down to a book and read it, right? Because I'm all lethargic and shit. But when I take care of myself, my mood is vibrant, I'm feeling full of life, and I can get to the studying, right? So what is it you guys take pride in, you think, that you would want to take care of? I mean, you wanna go first? I take pride in my health. That's, that's uh, my main thing. I wanna, I wanna have habits that allow me to eat healthy, that allow me to remain healthy physically and mentally. That's, that's the most important thing to me. I would say then for myself was a, it's the same thing as you Amir was I take pride in my personal health so that's just one thing was that I played into was in my was it me to quit was in my negative habits either be drinking or smoking 
or whatever it may be and replace them with better habits like waking up every day at 5 a.m and just taking a cold shower and was it just being prepared was it to go work out and just were feeling better about myself knowing that i do not want to go back to where i once was to is it now that i know where i want to be and i know what i have to do to achieve it nice, nice man so you what
So it's like, if you could see yourself in 10 years, how would you describe yourself? What kind of person are you? Hopefully a lot better than I am right now. <laughs> um, you will be, just stay positive. That's my I think if I, if I uh, continue to apply the um, lessons of the book, then I will be far better. And uh, one of the things he mentioned near the end of the book was that uh, habits, they, they don't add up, they compound. So with each, each new habit that you form, it's like double the improvement of the previous one. So it's not one habit might not uh, change your life or uh, help make you like uh, great at something or anything. But once you get a second habit, a third habit, a fourth habit, then they start to compound and each of them helps you to be uh, or to become greater. There's some nice points he makes about that. He calls that habit stacking. So what that is, is like sometimes there's already habits that you do during your day that are not too difficult for you. Like everybody brushes their teeth, or at least I would hope so, right? Everybody right. takes a shower every day. Everybody sleeps every day. Now, let's say you have a habit that you want to form that's particularly difficult for you. Like let's say you want to read for half an hour a day. Rather than just saying, I'm going to try and read half an hour every day, you you you. What was it called? Habit stack? You stack that habit yeah. onto something else. So what you'll do is, when you wake up in the morning, you'll put a book under your pillow, let's say. Right. And when you go to sleep, you got the book already there. The habit is easy. It's already formed. Like That beginning part is done. Yeah. And then you tack that habit onto the sleeping part. Like As soon as I hit the bed, I'm going to read for 30 minutes, go to sleep, right? Right. So that's habit stacking. And then once you got one habit stacked, you can stack on a whole bunch of them, right? So... So Maybe. it becomes a trail or it's yeah. the, the previous habit is the cue for the next habit. Exactly. And you keep doing that. And then once you start the first habit, then that automatically becomes a, a cue to just do the rest of them. Right. And so it could like be like if you're already reading, then you might as well journal too a little bit after. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So you can start. So it, it keeps it keeps yeah adding up. And yeah, so next like thing that. you know, you have yeah. like five habits done in the morning. Yeah. So also what we were saying about identity earlier. One of the key things is he points out is that people, they focus on the outcomes and not the process and not the identity. And let me elaborate on, on this a little bit. So people, if you look at two people, one becomes a billionaire and the other is sitting in their mom's basement at the age of 40, right? What's the difference? Was it the goal? Most probably not, right? Most people will say that their goal is to become a millionaire, billionaire, whatever it is, right? So it's not the goal that's keeping them apart. It's not the outcome. But the difference is the system that they used and the identity, right? How they view themselves. Right. Okay? So it's like so, you want to focus on the system, the habits that get you there, not the outcome. So it wants to, you, you want the, the, the process and what you do to be something that you really enjoy. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. so, so that way it's not, it's not the result that you're thinking about, but the process right. Most that you enjoy. Say, when I achieve my goal, then I'll be happy, right? But then it's like, okay, what if you achieve your goal at the age of 40? What were the last 20 years of your life a freaking waste? And then right. what if after you attain your goal, what are you going to do after that, right? Right. That's, that's the downside with outcomes. What you really want is to enjoy the process, like you said. Because then it's like, if I'm a lifelong learner, I never reach my goal. But fuck it, man. Like, for the rest of my life, I'm going to enjoy the process, right? Right. Yeah. I would say, if you're going to say like that, like a way to example, an example would be example... If you're going on a journey, was it like you want to enjoy? Was it like was it the adventure that you're going on? Instead, was it being like, okay, I can't wait until I get there. I can't wait. Was it then? Was it when you get there? Was it like, what are you gonna do? Was it like, if was it like, it doesn't meet your expectations? Exactly. Then you're just gonna be like, oh damn, was I did? Well, I went all the way over here for nothing. 
Right. Yeah. So that's the way I would look at it. Just like enjoy the baby. Was it the baby steps and the small things along the way? Focus yeah. on the yeah. journey, not the destination. Right. Yeah. That's why you gotta find stuff that's like pleasurable for you because that's your advantage over other people. This is what Adam McHabits talks about. He says, let's say you take someone like. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> what I want to point out is like, let's say somebody has a really hard time reading. Okay, and I love reading. Who's going to be more able to spend 10 hours a day reading? It's obviously going to be me, it's right? It's going to be you, yeah. Yeah. The other guy's like a fish trying to climb a tree and he thinks he's dumb, right? Right. So instead you find the shit that, that, that you're, you're predisposed for, that you like doing, right? Because that's the stuff you're most likely to hit hard, like hit often, right? So I'll give an example. In the book he talks about Michael Phelps and some long distance runner, okay? The long distance runner is five foot nine. He's got, a, he's got long legs and a short upper body. This gives him a huge advantage in running. And this guy won many gold medals, okay? Michael Phelps, on the other hand, is like six foot, I don't know what it was, six foot something, right? Six foot two, I think, yeah. or something like that. He's but yeah, he's a huge upper tall. body and yeah. short legs. Or not short, just he's got a huge upper body. And most swimmers are like this. If you took them and you switched their places, neither of them would win gold medals, right? But right. because they found their niche, like shit that they're good at, their body is like meant for, right. then they put in the good habits, the good work, and they get somewhere so it's not just about blindly tackling shit in your life you want to find stuff that comes easy to you and is pleasurable to you yeah so that goes on to talk about the genes and stuff right yeah where like uh, like omar mentioned the phelps example if phelps was trying to be a runner his just his genes wouldn't allow him to become a champion at that his body and his genes designed uh, or gave him the best ability to become a swimmer and he he created the habits and the routine to uh, help him become a champion at that, basically, right? So have you guys ever found yourselves in a situation where you were kind of running an uphill battle, where you were, no matter how much good work you put in, you just weren't meant to do that thing? Uh, I have sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of uphill battles in life, but just some things, I don't know, I feel like you just have to work at them, and it's like... Training basically. What you're passionate about. Once you find what you're passionate about, then it'll be easier. Because if you have, it's the same thing. Example: Are you gonna go do a job was it that you don't like, or was it, are you gonna do a job that you enjoy? Because if you wake, as wake up every day and you don't like your job, you're gonna hate waking up in the morning. You're not gonna want to go to work. You're not gonna do your best performance, which eventually probably will lead you to get fired or laid off. But if you find a job that you actually do enjoy. And then was it you're actually going to enjoy waking up in the morning, you're going to enjoy going to work, and you're going to be full of positivity and happiness and positive thoughts, and then you'll surround yourself with better people, and you're least likely to develop with a negative and bad habits. Yeah, you just come naturally for you. Yeah. All right, um, so guys, that, that does it for today. Um, Omar, you, you got any the, Do you want to do like a short recap? Just what um, are some points that stuck with you from today's talk? For me, uh, one of the uh, the point uh, the one of the things that I liked or one of the points that really stuck with me from the book was the Pelosi sisters. The what? The the three sisters. What was it? Oh, the chess players. Yeah, the oh, three. Polgar. Polgar. Polgar yeah. Sorry, not Pelosi. Yeah, Polgar sisters and uh, Polgar was he was just a, a scientist and uh, he wanted to prove that geniuses are uh, made and not uh, born. Yeah. So he trained each of his daughters and he surrounded them with uh, chess. He rewarded them for that. He gave them the attention, and uh, as they grew up, every time they won a trophy or achieved a new uh, milestone in their uh, chess journey, that that was rewarded, right? 
so their their um their whole uh life or like motivation was to play chess in life and all three of them became grandmasters with the youngest sister becoming the youngest grandmaster and that that was just one of the points that stuck with me like or that just had gave me a wow moment like it yeah yourself more uh for me just two points that stuck with me one is the identity thing right like each good habit is a vote towards the identity you will get so now it's like every time even if it's a small action like choosing a healthy bread over a bad bread or whatever i see that as like i'm casting a vote towards the person i'm going to become because like you said about the compounding thing it might not make a difference today it might not even make a difference for a year if i do it but maybe in five years i'll be a healthy person and maybe i won't get cancer or something because those habits stacked up and they amounted to something big and the second point was just finding what you're good at right finding your passion so yeah awesome man good stuff Lula, you want to say any last comments? I would say it was the what I it's the same thing as Omar mentioned that identifying because like at the end of the day the way it comes across is just like as he said it's like casting a vote was it like do you want to vote for the good person that you're meant to be or do you want to just settle for mediocrity and was it like be the person was it like quote unquote living in your mother's basement and not being happy was it because you're going to be living in the life of regret that you never was made the proper choices so make the change that you want to do today not tomorrow not next week today and now all right guys this has been another episode of the alpha brothers podcast tune in for next time thank you and the best part is we actually